Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khan Wolshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Schools of Excellence podcast. We are in middle of September right now, which means many of you, while still in the fall, beginning of the school year registration madness, enrolling lots of new kids, hiring lots of teachers, onboarding new families, um, a little bit of the craziness has died down, but it's still very much in busy season right now. And when we're in busy season, we feel busy, right? We don't have time for things. We feel like all the things that we usually need to take care of, like all the maintenance stuff we don't have time for, and it can feel very, very overwhelming for all of us. And today's episode is all about understanding, are you living in time poverty or are you living in time abundance? And there's a very big distinction between the two of them. And I'm guessing right now you're living a little bit in time poverty. And I want to show you how to move your mindset to live in time abundance. Okay. Time is a mindset. Okay. And how you break free from being in time poverty and move to time abundance is actually understanding what does time poverty mean? Time poverty is that feeling where you're racing against the clock that somehow ticks faster every single day. And it can feel like it's motivating you, but it's actually very sneakily sabotaging your progress. You constantly feel like you don't have time. You don't have time to do this. There's no time to do this. This thing broke up your schedule. This thing happened. This meeting went a few minutes over. This meeting creeped in here. And you're feeling like you never have time. Time abundance means you always have enough time to do the things that you want to do. And I want you to sit with that for a moment. Think about if you approached your day from the mindset of, I have enough time. I have more than enough time. I have time abundance. I have time to do all the things that are important to me. That mindset in itself is so empowering, so powerful, and so motivating to enter the day with that you can conquer pretty much anything. So 
I want to help you really understand how you do this, right? How do you move from time poverty where you always feel like you don't have time, there's never enough time, you can't figure out how to get every single thing done, you can't delegate to anyone, this one can't do this, this one can't do that, you're always feeling a little bit in this complaining place where you don't have time. And how do you move to this time abundance? So the first step is words matter. Words shape how you feel, how you think, and how you act. And so stop saying, I don't have time. When you say, I don't have time, it means you're not taking responsibility for how you use your time and your hours. It's your time. It's your hours. You need to own it. And so the first thing is, is just remove that from your vocabulary. Stop saying, I don't have time. When something comes onto your plate and you want to say, I don't have time, say, it's not a priority right now. Or you can simply say no. My sister got married uh, just two weeks ago and I kept getting asked to do, you know, can you take care of this? Can you take care of this? Can this happen? Can this happen? And they wanted the kids to like create some kind of performance or something at the wedding and all the nieces were involved in it. And, you know, every, all the nieces were going to participate and they really wanted my girls, Hyla and Goldie to participate in, in as well. And I kept being asked to, you know, show them the the video on how to do the dance. And it was basically like coaching my girls how to do this dance and teaching them this dance and practicing them with them every single day. And I had a lot of guilt around saying, no, you know, I don't have time for this. And I had to really stop myself, pause and reframe and say, this is not a priority for me right now. You know, this wedding happened in 45 days and the priorities for me with the wedding are making sure that everyone comes dressed with proper clothing and shoes um, and that we get there in one piece from Florida to New York. That is my priority. Nothing else. Everything else that is associated with the wedding is not a priority for me. And it was hurtful. People, you know, were upset. They wanted me to be involved in that. They wanted the kids to be involved. And I needed to understand that it wasn't about that I didn't have time. It was about it wasn't a priority. I had other really important priorities that I already committed to, prior commitments, that taking this on wasn't more important than the other priorities that I have, which are to my family, my husband, the clients inside the director's inner circle and our owner's group, recording this podcast. These are commitments that I've made months ago that I can't just bail on. And so my family is really important to me. And I was going to be at that wedding, of course, and dressing everyone to be at the wedding. And that's where my commitments ended. And so I'm sharing this example so you can understand that it wasn't that I didn't have time to get my girls ready for this performance is that it wasn't a priority. When I looked at my priority list, when I looked at my previous commitments, this one didn't rank it up there. And so it wasn't a priority. And so it was a very simple no. And so words matter for you. Words matter. Stop saying I don't have time and replace it with this is not a priority right now. Number two, decide what really makes you happy. It's a very famous quote that I love. Wealth consists not in having great possessions, but in having fewer wants. There's a great passage in the Talmud that says, you know, who is the rich man? The one who is happy with his lot. And I think part of who is the rich man is the one who understands that he has enough time to do all the things that are important for them. 
And so if wealth consists about having fewer wants, if you're working towards something and it's causing you stress, why are you doing it? Why are you doing something that's causing you stress and causing you to constantly feel like you're in time poverty? Is it to please your parents? Is it to please society? Is it part of your ego? The side effect of wanting less is that it often frees up your brain to be more successful and productive in the things that are truly important to you. So take stock around your home and your life. How much do you really need, right? The more stuff that you own, the more things you have to clean, look after, maintain, and worry about them being broken or stolen. Owning and buying things is an addiction, just like drugs. We buy something, we experience a rush, and it fades away, and you need to repeat again, right? It's a shopaholic. Well, if you're busy, right, if you are constantly saying, I don't have time, right, because you're busy, if you're busy constantly and it's perpetuating a cycle of unhappiness, you work harder and harder to do this, to do this so you can feel good, so you can feel, you know, of importance, so you can feel like you're enough. And all of these things require more stress, more work, so you can make more money and you just, you never get out of this cycle, we want to look at things that can't be bought with money, right? Time spent with loved ones, time spent in nature pays off way more in the long run. And so I want you to also think about making conscious decisions about how you spend your time, creating an abundance of time and spending it doing things that are genuinely nurturing will lead you to happier, more productive school day and life. That's not spent chasing your own tail or on a treadmill that never turns off. So number two, decide what really makes you happy. You're a school leader who wants tools, resources, and just plain strategies of how to really lead your school and build a school of excellence. Well, I created something called the School Leadership Toolkit, which has over 10 resources covering topics like parent-teacher relationships, difficult conversation, teacher appreciation ideas, and time management, along with to-do list management. Some of the things that you get in the School Leadership Toolkit is how to lead parent-teacher conferences. This is a masterclass training and to show your staff so that they can lead conferences with ease. We have a parent partnership blueprint, which is the step-by-step -step formula for authentic parent relationships. I have a training on how to get your to-do list done and how to create your calendar for one-on-one -on -one meetings with staff. I have tools on how to filter distractions so that you can make the best decisions and reflective questions to ask teachers for goal setting and performance reviews, along with so much more. This mini toolkit is actually just the thing that you need to kick off this amazing school year and give you the confidence and the ability to trust your decision making as you head into another amazing year. Go check it out and link in the show notes or go to hani.me slash toolkit. Number three, track your time. I talk about this at nauseam in the inner circle and owners group constantly, all the time. And we have an entire system of how to track your time, of how to create theme days, of how to create time blocks, of how to organize your life. We have several podcast episodes on this. Tracking your time gives you a gut check into truly what is happening and where your time is going. You think you don't have enough time. And then when you track your time, you're like, whoop, I spend my time doing lots of things that I shouldn't be spending my time doing. Track your time. 
actually take a pen and paper or put it in a, you know, note on your phone and track. What did you do from nine to 10? What did you do from 10 to 11? What did you do from 11 to 12? Including that you walked in the hallway and spoke to a teacher for five minutes, that you went to the bathroom, that you ate lunch, that you responded to an email, that you watched a funny cat video on YouTube, that you listened to this podcast, right? All of those things is how you spent your time. Number four, help others and pay it forward with contributing to others and community. And I know this sounds super counterintuitive, like what I'm going to become more time abundant by doing more for other people. Yes, our brains feel better when you help other people. There's actually be a lot of interesting studies on this, and I'll share one with you. There are several studies that have tested how people felt about how much time that they had, depending on whether they spent time on themselves or others. In one study, participants either wasted time by counting letters on a page or gave their time to others by writing an encouraging note to a sick child or mailing it. Okay, so there was a study where they actually just took the time counting, you know, just letters on a page. And the other group gave their time by writing an encouraging note to a child or whatever it was. In another study, participants either spent 10 minutes doing something unplanned for themselves or 30 minutes doing something for someone else. In both of these studies, spending time on others made participants feel like they had more time overall. A final study had participants either spend 15 minutes helping an at-risk student edit their essay or were told that the essays were all edited and were done and they could leave early. Okay, so one group was asked to spend 15 minutes helping this at-risk child edit their essay. And the other group was told, oh, all of the essays are already done. You could just go home early. Those who helped the kids edit the essay later felt that they had more time in their day. And they also completed more work on a later task than those who have been allowed to go home early. So while it seems counterintuitive and might not be something you think when you feel strapped for time, spending your time helping others can actually change your mindset about time and make you feel like you have more spare time. So this is for the people that really think about like how you're helping other people for real. I'm not talking about codependency and handicapping people, um, like the type of help that I know many school leaders do where they jump in to save their team. That's I'm not talking about that kind of help. Um, I'm talking about help genuinely helping someone who needs help. Um, that putting your time for those places actually helps tremendously with your mindset around time abundance versus time poverty. So what I really want you to take away from this episode is really understanding the concept of words matter and stop telling yourself that you don't have time. You have all the time in the world that you need to do all the important things that are important to you. Prioritizing deciding what really makes you happy, not being in the pursuit of being busyness as a badge of honor, tracking your time, where does your time actually go, and showing up and being in service for community, for your family, for extended family, for teachers, for their extended family, really helping and paying it forward with other people. My hope is that as we continue to enter deep into the school year and as we round up September, it's kind of that first month of the new year, you enter the day with a feeling of, I have enough time. I am enough. I have enough. There is more than enough. And I can do all the things that are important to me, to my family, 
and to the growth of this company. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Appreciate you continuing to be part of this incredible journey with the Schools of Excellence podcast. If you haven't had a chance to rate and leave a review on this podcast, it would mean so much to us if you can. We have over 50 reviews just in the last six months on this amazing Schools of Excellence podcast. And we appreciate your time and attention every single week when you tune into the show to help us continue to grow our audience and help more and more school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for tuning in and have a great day. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.